0: A lot of what I feel, the Philippines, and I'm not even just saying in show business, one of the first things a person might say, especially in business or in my industry as well, is if you get introduced to them, they'll say, Hey, my name is This. I worked with you on this project. I worked with Gerald Anderson on this project. And it's just like, I didn't, I didn't ask for your resume. I asked for your name. Yeah
1: but um, what's your take about uh, failure and how you prepare yourself for failure can i go first yeah. go go go
0: fail go forward. forward that's something we, we we say we actually we've heard this a lot yeah. we all of us in the team we've messed up so many times <laughs> I guess
2: failure is always looked down upon and people say like yeah if you fail you know you're you're re- you are a failure you know and I, I say that you, you hear a lot of entrepreneurs, people who've started amazing businesses, and always, every time I've listened to them, their advice is, it's okay to fail. You know, it's okay to it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not do this the right way.
3: This is so easy to talk about, but it's, it's hard tough. to do. When... Oh, yeah, I don't
2: want to fail. I, I, <laughs> no one likes pain. I hate failure. <laughs> no one likes
3: it. It's actually really hard when yeah. you're in a state of failure. But even with what you said, um, it's so easy to identify yourself with your failure. Yeah. Yeah, it's sure. easy to say I'm a failure, more than I failed. And I think that's something that even I really had to learn is when I fail, it's not because I'm a bad person or I, I didn't, or I'm incapable or I'm disqualified. Um, and I think that's the most important thing when it comes to mistakes, is to never identify yourself with it. Yes, sure. Hello everyone, be a-
4: welcome to another episode of our podcast. And today we're very excited to welcome our very special guests.
1: With us today is my OG co-host, <laughs> wow. my, my other oh. podcast, my
2: uh, daughter Fiona.
3: Hi everyone.
1: Uh, and uh, her friend, si
2: and hello, hello. Edward. Hi, guys. Welcome Hi there. Thank you, guys. Wow. Thank you.
4: Hello. Okay, so well, um, in our previous episodes, we are inviting um, uh, business owners, freelancers to share their stories. So mm. today, I'll, um, you're representing the Gen Z. So we wanted to hear your stories, um, your goals in life, or anything that um, you you'd like to share with our audiences. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. we
1: can start with your background, cool. Great. What's your backstory or backstory of each other, of one of you? Uh, what do you do now? And then later on, we can discuss you know, our goals and ambitions. Yeah. All
0: right. I'll go first. Go Passing the ball go to Athaya.
1: Back, <laughs> Back to you. Fantastic. All
2: right. Uh, I'll go first. Well, yeah. obviously, I'm Athaya. Um, quick backstory of who I am, what I'm doing. Uh, I'm Sri Lankan, Let's living go. here in the Philippines. I've been here for now six years. I lived here yeah. also back in 2007, so quite some time, but moved around the country uh, and around Southeast Asia. Right now, mm-hmm. I'm a college student. I'm on my third year. So I've just in in got...
0: in where 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 I'm where? in Lasalle. Let's
2: go nice. Let's represent Anemo. Green Archers Animo Green Archers.
3: Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> same. same yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, same. Animo
2: represent. Yeah. So uh, just on my third year, I've just got a few more terms left till I'm done, um, and yeah, just just doing life in the Philippines I'm enjoying it I love it uh, and I get to meet these great people here uh, who I got to know them in church great. which is pretty cool great people uh, and doesn't yeah, always it's say pretty that. Good. that's kind of my resume for nice. awesome life uh,
0: I'm Edward I uh, I've, I'm half Filipino I am half British I sound American and I grew up in Germany so I am the definition of a third culture kid <laughs> I'm a chameleon. I can kind of fit in anywhere, uh, I think. Uh, but I, I moved here in 2016, but I've been coming here since I was six months old to the Philippines. Oh, so so coming back and forth. yes, yes. Analang lang twing December dito kami nagbabahasan. Um, yeah, walang kilang. I passo ko lang yun para alam nila na hindi lang ako foreigner. I'll just drop it out there. that I'm not just a white guy. I bleed you know, the colors you know, of our your, flag.
4: Your Tagalog
0: or Filipino, it's oh, yeah. like you know, it's cute. cute. <laughs> I hope so. Wow. It's so yeah. cute. It's cute. <laughs> Good wow. job, Good It's time. not that I spent You're eight so years learning you. it just for you. No, no. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. No, no, no. Absolutely, no. no. So I I grew up in Germany, but I came here. Uh, I joined a reality show called BBB, uh, which was a crazy experience. Because uh, I didn't Pangarap. It was not my dream to become uh, an artist here in the Philippines. My dream was to become a book writer. Or a uh, uh, psychologist. I didn't
3: even know that. Yeah. You wanted to be an I wanted to
0: be an author. So that's why storytelling is huge. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, Fiona, so the three of us know each other very well because I've known these guys for years, these two for years specifically, uh, two very close friends of mine. Uh, we all serve on the same team in our church, in our youth team. So I see them multiple times a week. I see them in the highs I see them in the lows um, Fiona recently is actually working with me On a on a project Which is to be named um, Very soon But she I'm a very like Ideas person I'd say I'm pro- creative Creative and visionary in that sense I need someone to help tell me Which ideas suck wow. <laughs> So That's why Fiona's there And Athaya is actually yep. an, a, a lot in that process as well So yeah. That's uh, how point. we know each other um, But yeah So that's how we met Fiona, how about your uh, story? I guess.
3: <laughs> so, um I'm Fiona and if you didn't already know, I'm the daughter of your podcast host Let's here. Let's go. Comment <laughs> down below if you look alike. Um, <laughs> we should see that together. I know. Defining feature. Defining feature. Um, but anyway, I am what do I say actually. I'm 20 and i'm working now um at a design studio so that's what i've been doing now before that i was studying in ateneo i was studying communications management but um actually this is like what ed mentioned that's uh, what i've been doing now these past few months is just working alongside them and i'm actually really excited about it because this is something where i have i would say ed has given me a lot of like freedom in to be creative yeah so that's why it's
1: that's it's like not
3: yeah so it's not just like um i'm helping him out it's actually yeah. just also a space for me to be creative and that's yes. why i really love i've been loving really working with him also these past few months and it's exciting so it a lot fun. of
0: dreams um slowly becoming a reality um, and the reason we're being so—if uh, there's anything I've learned, if there's anything that's a seed in like a dream that's a seed form, uh, of course it's a seed that hasn't grown into a strong tree yet. So that's why you have to be protective mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. You don't just want to like throw yeah. it out to the world and be yeah. like, "Ha, this is gonna happen," and then someone stamps on the seed, right? right. So uh, we're being just very, just taking it step by step. It's just a lot of personal dreams finally culminating into. Um, a reality So This has been Many years in the making
2: Yeah And what's cool is This podcast is the first time For you guys to Kind of announce it right Yeah yeah We haven't It's <laughs> pretty special I mean, I've been I I've know. been hinting at it Yeah For many On many
0: On different platforms uh, Shout out I want ASAP And ASAP mm-hmm. But um, This is something now Like it's hugely personal And even the whole concept Of what we're working on it, It's a very personal thing It's a um, It's a very Super. real thing um, It's something that I feel or you feel as well that the Philippines might need, especially in this time. So uh, we'll see. Uh, hopefully by the end of this year, we'll have we'll have uh, it already out
1: for everyone. Yeah. So yeah, we have an interesting profiles here. Right. Uh, we have is, a good mix. Uh, actually. Yeah, a graduating student. Yeah. And then we have a working, you know, a lady you know, <laughs> in a corporate, uh, a corporate job. Young yeah. professional. A young yeah. professional. And then we have like. Personal brand, uh, celebrity. Mm. Um, let's dive deeper. Deeper. deeper, deeper sure. Deeper, in your case, you know, um, How did, did that dream start? Uh, oh how did wow. it Evolve and um, you know, uh, I'm just curious. Uh, what's your motivation in uh, trying to reach that you kind know, of goal or dream? You know? I think. Um,
0: I think this goes for any business. You a lot of businesses are born out of the question what do we lack what is lacking so if you look at fast food you look mm-hmm. at oh it's taking so long where yeah. we're, we're t- so let's find a way to make it quicker yeah. Yeah. right so I think uh oh my gosh it's hard to kind of talk about it without ke- <laughs> revealing it more. Just it just gave the gave the name <laughs> no, no, I'm not revealing the name at all but <laughs> it's okay I think it was it was just more, so what we're working on now so I guess maybe I could of, just before I answer that question mm-hmm. the way that Fiona is working with me, Um, and of course the dream is to get more people in the future she's part of the team is as of now it's more of like a social media manager Mm -hmm. but it's also a lot of foundation building for the different projects we want to build in the future so um, um, it's a long-term project not just one year down the line but five ten years down the line that's how I see it Um, a lot of what I feel, the Philippines, and I'm not even just saying in show business, but I think in any area, whether it be business or any anything, is a lot of authenticity, a lot of realness, a lot of organicness. One of the first things a person might say, especially in business, or in my industry as well, is if you get introduced to them, they'll say, hey, my name is this. I worked with you on this project. I worked with Gerald Anderson on this project. And it's just like, I didn't, I didn't ask for your resume. I asked for your name, but people feel this need to throw out their brand and throw out their yeah, their status. And it's just like I don't want to know your status. Actually, if you tell me why you're so good, I probably will think a little bit, neither less of you, but it's just like I will not trust you as much. So I think uh, just we need a lot of that authenticity and so uh, a lot of my heart is to tell stories and uh, to tell the stories of the people around us and the people in the Philippines, stories that without a certain platform like this wouldn't be able to tell uh, or have be told. So uh, my heart is really that and um, a lot of times in our industry, it's not always easy to find the the real authentic story, not necessarily the truth. We have enough journalists, we have enough reporters what I want to hear is, or what I want to have is a, a space that's safe and secure enough, trustworthy and honest enough that someone could sit down with me and be like, hey, this is what happened. This is what I experienced. This is what I learned. I just want to share this because I know there's someone out there just like me who's, who's, who, who never got someone telling them it's okay to feel this way, think this way, go through this. So um, hopefully we can get that done. When so that's it. Living yeah,
4: living the dream of being a writer or
0: yeah that's that's true this a storyteller yeah yeah. yeah that's my dream come true as well yeah okay.
4: mm-hmm. how about you Fiona any
1: thoughts
3: what's the question <laughs> 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 no, it was for him right yeah that's true yeah. it's true, that's true. Yeah, so
1: the question actually is like um, this is like an interview <laughs> uh, employee employee interview okay. so where do you see yourself a you know, five Wow. Uh, Ten years down the road, because huh? right now you're working. Can I answer in- that for you? <laughs> 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 My employer <laughs> will answer for me. <laughs> because, because, yeah, for me or for, for her? her? For her. For her. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm really? curious Because we have, we don't really talk about it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. I know. In, in general, right? Yeah. Like in life, uh I think for me, there's a, whenever I get asked that question, or I think about that, um I can't. You know this, number, I can't fully say everything because um, I don't want to plan everything ABC, mm-hmm. specifically everything in five to ten years just because everything can change. Anything can change. But definitely, um, I for me, outside of what I want to do for career-wise or let's say how, like earning money-wise, for me, I see myself five to ten Years down the line, still in ministry, still being able to serve, Absolutely. still being able to help out the kingdom, and I feel like that's that's something that will never change in my heart. Yeah. But um, for me, like with with dreams, personal dreams that I've had, I've always I've always wanted to be in the creative space. I think that's something that never really I always felt when I was young whether that's in music, whether that's in business, I've always felt like I'm, I know I'm meant to be involved in a creative space, whatever that looks like. So I feel like five to 10 years down the line, whether it's with Ed, whether it's um, my own business, well, yeah. my own projects, um, I feel like as long as I'm still fueling that creativity that I have or even others, um, I think I'm, I'm open to um, any anything that involves really me being able to be creative. In the different areas that I want to be, yes. so yeah, good
1: to
4: hear. huge. So you like you like where you at right now?
3: Yes, I do. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's uh, actually to say that. I, I hope, hope so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really do because I'm uh, like what I said. I'm learning a lot. Like even with my corporate job now, it's my first ever. Um, job like formal employment and so I'm even there I'm learning a lot but also with working with Ed like again there's so much creative freedom there so I'm really learning a lot about what I want as a creative and how I can kind of unlock that creativity in Ed with with everything that's going on in his mind because again he's a visionary he loves to dream so I love being able to also take that and see how we can make it come to life so I love that I love that we're doing that now
0: Actually, these two are, are people that anchor me a lot. Because, uh, oh. no, yeah, yeah, okay, don't <laughs> let of it course, get to. No, no, because, I love you. so, Athaya, and I hope it's okay I say this, Athaya. Athaya and I have actually, I've, he shared a lot of, like, because he's, he's doing a, a business venture of his own. Yeah, yeah. And seeing him start from where he's at. And not just the the challenges, but the mindset of, okay, this is how, like... Because it's great to have dreams, but then take the macro and go straight to the micro. And and the first step is, where do you get your supplies from? Like, all of those things, you cannot... Yeah, you always have to, to think of these small things. So hearing about his venture helps me also think of, like, oh, man, I am, I'm going to have to think of when I do this project where are they gonna park (laughs) like where are they gonna do this so that's why i always listen to his ventures and i'm like okay i have to think about how this is actually gonna work so that's why i mean by these two anchoring me because it's like even though thai is not directly involved in what we're doing he's a person in my life so definitely there's something that uh when i bring up ideas i trust i trust the two of them and i trust thai as well to to be like all right We'll think about how this is gonna make them feel, or how this is actually gonna pan out. Uh, Money-wise, oh, I always know I can. Tr- I can, I, can, <laughs> I can. throw out and be like, "How much do you think?" And he'll give me an idea. I'm like, "Oh yeah, maybe it's yeah, not." That's true. Maybe that's true. Yeah, and you need people. Like I think yeah, whether you're a young, you're a young entrepreneur, businessman, woman, whatever, or you're just a dreamer, you need people who need to to have the license and authority. I often say this to uh, to Fiona, spe- especially. I said, "You're the one person, or one of the one." few people in my life who can never under any circumstance tell me what i want to hear you have to tell me i like you're yeah, here in the in this position because i trust your thoughts so if you tell me what i want to think i will trust you and we will both fall off a cliff
4: you not
0: fully conscience but uh, just someone that, i think two people that i have my back uh and so yeah that's important yeah
4: yeah, which leads me to the question about Ataya like what are your plans after graduation it's, it's pretty like exciting for you to yes, graduating. Yeah. and then so we'd love to hear um, your plans after graduation because um, Edward mentioned that you have like a new business venture Yes, yes. so yeah
2: so I mean I, I look at it in a place where I'm 20 I'm still in college and there, I know there are a lot of people who sometimes they don't like the idea of starting a business while in college because a lot of times people say hey like college you know it's the best years of your life after college you're going to be working for the rest of your life and i always look at that and i'm like yeah i mean it's great but once you've got a passion for it yeah it's like oh like you want to start already you know and i i obviously i've been talking about it but i've got i love cars i love just the idea of uh playing with cars with messing around with them doing stuff and um I've looked at kind of what situation is. So just last year, I kind of started a small buy and sell, just getting used to the fact of how does cars get sold here? How do they buy? Uh, and I and through that, I realized there's a lot of people doing it. And and like Ed said at the start, like you really want to find something where people aren't doing, where you can really penetrate the market and kind of do something there, make, make something new. And with that, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's great, but it's there's no like innovation in it so i was trying to just think about it figuring out maybe what can i do that can help and i got into a passion of detailing cars and i just like it was kind of random but i got into this like okay like i love cleaning cars i love you know learning about how they do it and for someone outside uh the car industry you'll be like how how do you start a business of washing cars like come on like that's anyone can do that But then once you start getting into it, you realize like it's actually a it's a great industry in terms Mm -hmm. of understanding what you can do with a car, how you can uh, detail it, how can you do stuff. So I've been thinking about it and looking at ways where I can actually start something. And I realized like, hey, there's actually quite a big and great market for a detailing or a detailing like kind of a mobile detailing business where oh, cool. yeah where it's kind of like a home service thing. No one because. take that idea. Oh. Yeah, no, sure. no one no take one that take idea. It take it. Let me first idea. start <laughs> Because there's not many of you guys in Manila. You fail first. You'll do well. So, it, it's a it's a cool idea and I mean, obviously it hasn't been launched yet. I'm still mm-hmm. in the midst of figuring it out how it's going to look like, what it's going to be. So yeah. So again, like it's, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying it's gonna be insanely successful or anything. It's just like what I'm looking at it in terms of the market, what what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. That's where I'm at right now. Like it's an idea that we're trying to make it into reality, but not yet there. So it's been pretty cool, and um, you know, with college is great. Like. I get to be part of that, but I also love business and I love starting things. How do you
4: manage things? your time, like a student, and then having this like new venture? It takes a lot of time. It does. Right? It
2: does. So a lot of, I mean, even them, they always make fun of me, saying that I it doesn't seem like I go to college uh, because I don't really talk about it. But uh, it's it's really just planning out your week and deciding how much energy you spend on one thing. So for me, as much as I've got college uh, and I'm there. I don't spend a hundred percent of my energy on college and being realistic you know Mm -hmm. because if i spend 100 percent of college i have nothing i don't i don't have space for anything else so with college it's really like i prioritize that start of the week kind trying to get things done within two or three days and then leave the rest of the week to what i'm working on on the side so it's it's definitely a stretch like some people some people might say hey like do you get rest from any of that but you really don't, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's busy. Like my weekends are full, we've got ministry on the weekends and then college on, during the weekdays, evenings, I'm working on something else. So it gets a bit chaotic, <laughs> yeah. but I would it's say really if you've sweet. got a passion for it and you enjoy, you always find time, always find time like. for it, yeah.
1: I want to jump into the trend about the question Diploma or discarte. Oh, yes. Do you guys see this,
0: no? I have an answer for you already. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, again, let's, uh, know, let's uh, hear your answer now, each
2: one of you. Well, so, no, let's start with... Okay, 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 go ahead. Um, well, based on what I just shared, I'm not, a like, I wouldn't say getting a diploma, which is, like, a certificate, right, graduation, I wouldn't say that's, like, the biggest thing in the world. So there are two ends of the spectrum. The way I see it is you can be very creative, innovative, smart in terms of what business is while in college and have a passion, have a dream for something and say, okay, I don't really need a diploma to fulfill these dreams. Mm -hmm. But then there's also another side of the spectrum where you're coming from places that maybe your parents, your, your generation hasn't had that opportunity and you want to be like okay i want to i want to fulfill this to change maybe my family lineage or change my generation so that i can now get opportunities to maybe come out of this situation that i'm living in so i think there's two ends of the spectrum but i i would say in kind of what my understanding with the whole business world is your your graduation certificate is great for your first job and then once that once you get your first job I know a lot of people, owners, business owners, who say they don't even look at it after their first it job. Matter. It doesn't matter. So, it's it's two yeah. ends of the spectrum. So, like I would say, if you're really got a vision, you've got dreams, you have the uh, cap- capability to fulfill those. I would say, yeah, like it's possible. I mean, I'm sure they'll share their stories, but they don't they don't have diplomas, and you know, they're doing great. Oh, you in, ruined my in the world. My, <laughs> spoiled it. Spoiled sorry. my uh, huge thing. <laughs> But it's and then you've you've got the other side where, you know, people and in the Philippines, I guess, poverty is a big thing here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Majority of the population lives in that. And I would say they're uh, getting a diploma Mm -hmm. is going to open a lot of doors for those people. And it's going to give them opportunities to reach new levels Mm -hmm. that maybe their parents have never gotten. So, yeah, I really it's kind of like it's there's two spectrum of it. But I would say it's not the end of the world if you don't. If you don't so get an you're, you're
4: more of this card then Yeah, I would <laughs> say more on my yeah. Oh.
2: But he's about
0: mind. to finish, so yeah. it's like you can have yeah, the best so of both I'm worlds.
2: So like, yeah. obviously, mm-hmm. once hopefully once I get my certificate, I can have some kind of uh, uh, reliability or whatever in in sharing that. But mm-hmm. yeah, like it's it's kind of in the middle, you know. It really depends mm-hmm. on where you are, what you're doing, and what your situation is in. Uh, that kind of fulfills your future okay. me I never finished high school so uh, not even college high I
0: didn't I didn't even finish high school so at 16 and this was never the plan so some people it's not the plan my plan was fully to go finish high school go to a college um, my sister did what my plan was so my sister studied chemistry and uh, one of the top universities in, in in the UK did very well for herself um now then she realized laura i hope it's okay i say this she didn't really love it and now Mm -hmm. she's doing she's working for um climate companies so like software developing companies uh to do with climate change and and tracking a carbon footprint and so on and so forth and she loves that that's her passion and i think she didn't even realize that until after she finished college so i will never be one to advocate don't go to college you'll figure it out because I, we do have to fully consider that maybe college is the place for you to realize what you do and Thank do you. not like, so don't count it out. But for me, that was never my track. I, I entered a reality show that I didn't plan to be with. The only reason a lot of these artists have these great stories, like i no bata ho yun ang ko. kumantas, entablado. No, for me, I never wanted to sing, dance, act, be in front of people. I'm a very introverted person I like people watching I like observing things I like storytelling from afar I like Mm deep if there's a battle I'm the guy watching and detailing what's going on like that's what I like to do so it was never my plan I only entered I only auditioned for this show because I was insecure my sister was doing great in school and I was uh, the next year I was supposed to start applying for schools and i didn't know what i wanted to do so i said if i do this show and i get in it's a cool thing i could put on my cv for university that's the only reason that's the only reason i did it um i got in and everything went well and i tried to finish my high school but with the schedule of the industry it didn't work so i stand before you guys now someone who's dreaming a lot about a bunch of projects that i want to do um but if the only thing that would have told me that i'm qualified as a high school and college diploma then i'm sorry i have no reason to be here like uh but the thing is i am here uh, and i am working on building a business and my own personal brand technically i am a business that sounds weird that sounds weird as an artist as, as a personality but I am a business in myself. I am the product. Mm-hmm. I am the manager. <laughs> I, am, I, am, I, am, I am the property and product everything. manager. Everything. Uh, I am everything. Um, and so that's why it's it's kind of strange. But if you think about it, yes, I am a business. So I, I'm never going to be one to say don't go to college. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if you are in a circumstance where you never got to, that does not disqualify you. Especially in this day and age, you have all the tools you need I would even say there are some people I know who, who never went to college or never got to go to college, and they're way more hungry. They're way more advanced, yep. um, They're way more creative, um, and and sometimes creativity means f- getting out of the box of how it's supposed to be, and uh, and going into the impossible and being like la- they they say people lazy people are the most creative, because like you don't want to. You don't want to do the work yeah. so so figure out how not to yeah. I'm not saying be lazy as well but you guys get my point um, yeah. yeah yeah no I've I've been that before so I, I can't I can't do that too much but I think I think yeah but that's my point I uh, I'm here not because I deserve to be but but uh I feel placed so uh, I am where I am by grace so, yeah yeah Good. Feo.
3: I agree with everything um, they've been saying but I think one thought that I had while they were talking was that when you're in high school um, it's you get very influenced heavily with what's around you so at least for me when I was in high school and in college I was surrounded with a lot of students who were so worried and anxious about their future and I think that causes some students or a lot of students to feel really boxed that they think that oh, because other people are doing this, this is the only way to do it. Mm. Or this is the only way to... Because that's, that's what I felt. I think that time, um, I, I felt like everyone was like, okay, only go here, only study medicine, only study business, only do this. Mm. It's like there's only really one... Like It's like I realized there's only really one way to go about your career, your future. Um, and then when I started to work... Um, I think everything changed for me in a sense of perspective, also of, oh, the, I just, it's not only just supposed to go this way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of options and opportunities out there. And I think that that's really the blessing that I got with really. Um, being able to work at a job and now working with Ed, is there's I realize there's a lot of opportunities and it it's really it's difficult and you're stuck in one perspective of like yeah. this is the only way to go or this is yeah. the only way your future can go. I think that's a killer of
0: creativity too. Once you think there's only one way to do it,
3: yeah. <laughs> now that you have yeah. taken
1: the uh, what you call red pill, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, red, the red pill of experiencing the real life uh, work mm. uh, outside you know. um, I guess the question is there any regret of like uh, oh my not finishing college or high school or generally you know it is what it is
3: I think regrets are pretty heavy it's a heavy word I think yeah. if you live with regretting something for too much it will will discourage you I guess yeah. from thinking that you're you can't move forward anymore or like yeah. your life became worse because this didn't happen or this happened I think that um, either way college or no college I think that whatever wherever you are in life you're graced for that and yeah that's you're graced good. for that and you're gonna be able to move forward from it very so true. you know your past doesn't doesn't have a say about what your future will look like absolutely
1: Talk about anxieties earlier. Uh, Mm. You guys, do you have any worry or anxiety when it comes to trying to reach your goals or dreams?
0: I mean, I think goals, dreams, whether you're sitting down alone and not doing anything with your life or you're working 30 hours a day, (laughs) then you're going to have those battles. Um, And if your anxieties are not goal or work uh, based, they're gonna be family, family based or friends based or relationship. Like, yeah. There will be something. There will be anxiety. There will be so. Uh, I think anyone who comes on a uh, sits with a mic in their hand and says, I, "I'm not anxious." Say, okay, teach us. Teach us to be like you. Yep. Um, but it's. Uh, I think it's like all of us. Like we've we've talked about it. We've, we all go to the same church, and church is a a vehicle to to encounter something bigger uh, someone bigger who we all know. Um, and so that's where we go to encounter it. And that's what's, I I can't tell you, they know my whole story. I don't want to, you know, we can go about it maybe another time, but I would have quit my job at the peak of my career. Uh, I was two weeks away from quitting my job at the peak of my career. Um, and, and if, if I hadn't met God in that moment, so I think that's the way, and I think I'm pretty, confident that's the way we're, like in terms of all of our answers we'll we'll, we'll go to the same answer the same core found, uh, foundation and belief uh, that's how we deal with our anxiety god says uh be anxious for nothing um, um so that's that's our core piece but do we encounter it do we fight it heck yeah or like especially when you're pioneering something or dreaming about no, something doing so something that no. never has ever done oh, my palms are getting sweaty right now. You can see me. right now like i can feel it but yeah. there's an excitement there's an excitement there's like there's almost like and i'm i'm cautious with saying this it's one of our values like the in terms of the core values are like we want to be counter-cultural but yeah. not like gentle but like Oh, sorry. I mean gentle, but not like rebellious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's almost like a yeah, let's go. <laughs> like yeah. no one's ever done this before. Uh, Do this. Like rah 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 type of stuff. Yeah. Um But then again, you have to like maintain composure because it's yeah. it's real life. So yeah. No, sorry. Any
1: thoughts, guys?
2: I think to add on, I think sometimes you gotta ask yourself what what makes you uncomfortable. You know, if if you're comfortable it's it's and you're doing things or you're starting. Say a business or kind of going down this path. If you're comfortable, are you really gonna be able to reach those dreams that you want? True. Because if you're comfortable, you're not gonna be willing. You're not gonna be willing to take risks. You're not gonna be willing to uh, do things that maybe you know people have done. But if you're uncomfortable, there's obviously a, a weight that you're holding. Yeah, you know, there's the risk that you're taking. There's there's gonna be thoughts, uh, lies that are gonna hit you, trying to say, oh, you're gonna fail. Like you know, your peop your friends might say stuff against you. So it's it's being uncomfortable, but having a kind of a strong foundation to know that, okay, yeah, I can do this, but it's gonna require, you know, it's gonna stretch me, it's gonna a it's gonna up. cause me to do like it's gonna financial risk, like all these risks. Yeah, yeah. But I would say it's there's a it's okay to be uncomfortable in certain situations. You, know? you should sure. be. You should be. Yeah, you should be. <laughs>
0: but if you're not, but if you're not doing, if you're not uncomfortable, not really doing any, yeah, yeah. anything. Yep.
4: That's when you know
2: that. You I'm scared now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure.
4: Yep. Yeah. Uh, I am just curious about your thoughts, uh, uh, Gen Z in in the workplace. Mm. Like there are a lot of um, comments going on. The Gen Zs are like this. Um. So how? <laughs> Can
3: you I just I up? just want to clarify what, I forgot what age is Gen Z again. Look, I don't know, I have to google it. <laughs> I'll look it up now. They're like the cuz we we do life with Gen yeah. Z people. Yeah. Year but Uh is that like uh, 13 to 24?
2: Yeah. Gen Z.
4: Cuz I I like I'm seeing memes and you know in TikTok that yeah. Gen Zs are like comparing how Gen Zs Ah. Uh and
0: millennial. to 2012. So anyone oh, wow. from 11 oh, wow. to 26.
4: Apparently, this is what I'm reading. This is as per <laughs> Google. Don't take my
0: word for
3: it.
2: <laughs> so we're...
3: Wait, um, so your question was how is Gen Z in the workplace? Yeah, in the workplace. Like, we're
4: curious because I've been uh,
1: working the term with... The entitled. You guys... That's the misconception. Misconception. misconception.
3: Yeah. So
4: how do you... Um, please enlighten us in the mindset when it comes to like work Work, yeah. Um. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean for me because I'm the youngest person in my workplace so I'll, sometimes my day-to-day life just looks like them asking me if I know this certain thing from back then like it's so it's so funny actually, but um
0: it's a Rubik's cube. Yeah, what's,
3: what's a VHS? Like I'm sorry, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, they're great. No, my workmates are great, but um I think there's a lot of there are a lot of misconceptions, and I've been seeing that around also about mm-hmm. you know younger people, Gen Z people in the workplace saying they're entitled, they're this. I think you. I think just like any generation, you can't generalize everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. um maybe there's some that more than others but you really can't generalize everyone and I think um for me there's definitely there there might be people who um in in the workplace they think that they're better or whatever but yeah. um I realize that it's just I think because of also let me know what you guys think but also yeah. with the resources that are out there now like social media is so powerful right so i think that that really affected heavily mm-hmm. our generation and as and because of social media and because of everything new happening i think that impacts a lot of workplaces now mm-hmm. that some a lot or, or sorry not most but some some gen z people or some younger people would come in there thinking that you know they they know everything because they they have access to everything so i think sometimes that comes from that But, yeah, at least for me, because I'm the only Gen Z person there, uh, I would actually classify myself a bit different from other Gen Z people. What's the difference? How they work, how like millennials or baby boomers work compared to Gen Zs? Yeah, there's a major difference, especially in technology. And not just technology, but mindsets as well with what they were used to. Traditional. Traditional working places. But, I mean, at least for me, I'm grateful because the company that I work for, they're very open. Mm. Um, I mean, they hired me. So, you know, they're very open about new things coming in, which I think is important for any business, any organization. the new things. It's important for you to be used to change. She was just saying earlier on the way here. He likes change um and i think that's super important for every company and
0: yeah i agree and and there's gonna be what's the next generation after gen z i don't even know but whatever that alpha you know when we're when we're (laughs) a little older and then we're gonna be noticing a generation that's different to us Mm -hmm. it's gonna be so easy to comment but the thing is Mm -hmm. millennials were the succeeding generation of a previous Mm -hmm. generation and probably talked about that generation (laughs) as different too So I think whenever we're not willing to accept n- anything new, like I'm realizing now, I, so in my workspace, I'm, t- I'm 23, I'm about to be 24 this year, but I'm old to some of them because a lot of them are starting out and they're 14 years old, 13 years old. I know someone who started, who was the breadwinner for a family starting age six, which is crazy. Whoa. I started at the age of 16. So I'm eight years down the line, almost. In August, I'll be eight years in show business. And to some of them, I'm Kuya Edward. So <laughs> the thing is, and that's it's funny to hear. It, it's, it is, but uh, the thing is, in the in the environment, I'm I'm technically a veteran, yeah. which is weird <laughs> to to think. Um, and so, if you think about it, it again, show business is a little bit of a different thing. But uh, going back to the question, it's like as long as like they're they're talking the way that the words that they use even some of the younger generations, like, oh, I don't even know what that means. I'm, I'm referencing shows and they don't know what shows I'm talking about anymore. And so, the sorry, my whole point in all of this is, like, if I'm not willing to learn from them, speak their language, there's going to be a gap between my generation and theirs and therefore we're not going to be connected and therefore I can't learn from them and I can't teach them. What authority do I have to speak into them as well? But, to answer your question, I think uh, Gen Z is the generation that sees everything, hears everything, and so if you talk, if you talk about something that you don't preach, uh, sorry, like sorry, you preach something that you don't really live, mm-hmm. they know and they won't respect you. <laughs> so if I tell right. people, yeah, steward your finances, am I stewarding my finances? They can smell it. Yeah. Like kids see, like I'm not even talking about like Gen Z, like. Young teenagers, especially nowadays, you know there I think there's some crazy statistic where within the first two seconds of seeing a post on social media, they can tell if it's an ad or not. And they'll yeah. yeah. swipe yeah, yeah. away. So knowing that, if you're if you're being fake towards a teenager, oh they can smell you. If there's a teacher you're trying to like and you don't really care, oh they can smell it. So he now gent like that's why authenticity. Uh I, I'm I'm a geek so like there's, I'm, there's another video i saw i watched about um again videos or videos i don't know if this is fully true but some guy doing a, an analysis on dating uh apps mm-hmm. in this generation now the thing that will get a second date from someone is can i be authentic and real with you well before it's are you pretty enough or handsome enough to get a second Damn. date with me yeah. So now it's people really, really like crave authenticity, and in this world of social media, it's almost like where can I get organic realness? Yeah. Good. Um. So I think that's why, for better or for worse, Gen Z will walk into a workspace and be like, "Di, ka nan, di ka naman eh. yeah. Why? I'm just gonna be myself, bala. Yeah. Like, so that's where a little bit of you know we have to have respect. I'm not saying we're this generation is perfect because we're not but it's now really like instead of hiding your cards show us your cards and we'll play the game but yeah. I'm gonna yeah mm-hmm. all
4: right anything else you'd like to ask them
1: yeah another question because uh, we still have uh, 15 minutes okay so, great Great. um hit us so a bug of your time in day, uh, a day or a large percentage of your time in a day and mm-hmm. NASA is it all the time you know? mm-hmm. probably 60 to 80 percent of your Mindset uh, on your day to day. What what is it? You know, if you want to take your brains, <laughs> just
0: check my screen time. <laughs> see how, yeah, how much I'm on the phone? Yeah, check. if I'm on my phone, I'm probably yeah. not think of anything great.
2: I uh, think it's tough because again, back to this generation, this whole technology era we're in is it's something we really haven't experienced before. So it's you see a lot of people. In this generation, spending a lot of times on their phone. And personally, for me, I've deleted TikTok. Same. Oh, so I've, oh, I'm 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 completely terrible. off TikTok. TikTok. And the reason, is... the reason why. I, mean, I, was, I was thinking about
3: that
1: uh, just last night. Yeah. <laughs> to, delete to it delete Because the reason <laughs> so why bad.
2: is I looked at my screen time and I would spend four hours a day just on TikTok. And I mm. was like, what am I doing with my life right now? So, I I I made the decision last year just deleted it completely. And now obviously you've got alternatives. You've got Instagram reels, you've got YouTube, YouTube shorts, shorts yeah. you've got Facebook reels. Like if you really wanna use your time wisely, you need to delete everything. Yeah. <laughs> but it's tough. Like you need you need Instagram, you need Facebook for if you're trying to Some do people, stuff. that's their job. Yeah, exactly. It's their job. So they need to be on that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like for me it's it's really the way I I kind of process things is it's very um I like to write it down or i like to look at it visually so i would i'm think, let's say i'm thinking about ideas for a business or thinking of what i want to do i don't i don't just think about it i look at like ideas i'll search up stuff i'll be like okay like this is cool this is cool and then i kind of pick and choose and then i combine it and i create something that maybe i would like so it's kind of like a a mix and match mm-hmm. where it's not just like a carbon copy of what someone else is doing restated but it's Yeah yeah and it's, it's like reflected. it's looking at weaknesses of other people's ideas or thoughts and then making it stronger so that you can be able to create something greater and I mean it's I would say it varies with what people think about during the day cuz if if social media is controlling you then all you're going to be thinking about is social media. And yeah. I know that is a major struggle with this generation. Like I've talked to talked to young people, high schoolers and their the time they get back at home is just on their phones for the whole evening and the whole yeah. night. And they just don't do anything. They're on their phone, have dinner, go back to their room, on their phone again. So it's really so it's it's really like like once you get the kind of the revelation that like social media can control you so much and yeah. and you realize like man this is taking so much of my time you really yeah. won't understand the full scope of what yeah. what social media can do to you.
0: I wanna ask a social media manager <laughs>
2: <laughs> No 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 genuinely, genuinely, genuinely
0: how do you I just want to throw the question out how do you in a workspace for social media you're supposed to analyze it you you know make it work for you like anything like money you make it work for you how do you not let it consume you so that's what i ask
3: yeah i think it's a lot of planning and a lot of self control i mean in a sense where like for me if i'm if i'm on social media for leisure um, like it's like if I'm going to go on social media for work, I need to actually set a time for it. Like, it's a practical... That's my practical mm, step. Because nice. like, if I just... Okay, I'll go on IG. But it's easy to make an excuse that, like, yeah, I'm analyzing something. When really, then you end up, like, you know, just right, watching crazy. mindlessly. So I think for me, practically, is setting a separate time for that. Setting a separate time for work um, where you're only going to be there for research. But I think even with... Um, even the question of like what's in our brains all the time, I think that's the, I think it's very important to be present, day to day. Yeah, because if you're so ahead with, uh, um, I forgot. My dad always says like, don't think about the future. Yeah. Like he, that's his like constant line every single time i'm with him and we're we're together as a family because it's true like the more that that's what's consuming your mind the most you miss out on your day yeah miss out on what could have happened on your day
0: yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. very much yeah um i think for me trying to remember the question now what's what 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 (laughs) What do you think about what do you think
3: about everything i think a
0: lot of times like and this is some maybe something underrated and People can say you can dream too much, but I think I d- I spend a lot of time dreaming. What does that mean? I don't literally just sit at a wall and be like, "Oh, that'll be cool." <laughs> no, but I like you can take any idea and like run with it. So I think a huge thing I, I personally do a lot is that I ask why, I ask what, I ask why not, or a lot of things. Like I have a, I, I, and the thing is, it's I need someone to help me note it down. So that's why I have a I have a GC with yeah. with Fiona. I literally like, hey, what do we do this? Mm. And then we have to explore. Okay, why can't you do that? What's it gonna need financially? All of this stuff. Yeah. And so, and and then part of it is like, okay, this can come together for that. Uh, and and then you can start growing that. And I say, I think sometimes people can get, you know, I'll, I'll, what is the saying that's so common in the Philippines? Uh, libre naman mangarap, diba? Yeah. That's what you hear from so many people. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, libre, but time is money as well so like do something about it if you' don't just dream for the sake of dreaming um yeah. but I spend a lot of time dreaming because it's like a lot of the things that get shut down by people like those ideas that are like ah impossible and what again mm-hmm. it's like why not like do it like i I like breaking the normal it, it sounds so like right. It sounds so Gen-Z, to be honest. It yeah. sounds so like, Wow, well, we're gonna be different.
2: <laughs> and we're gonna and then, you hu-
0: then you get humbled by the world, and then yeah. you lose all your ability to dream. I never want to be that. Like I, always, I think uh, Steve Jobs said, The most powerful person in the world is a storyteller. Yeah. Uh, look what Apple did. They're not even, sometimes the products aren't as good as others, but they sell the story way
1: better than... Sorry, cut the line. <laughs> 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 cut the line sorry. <laughs> I a follow-up question. Um, to go before we end this... Um, because, you know, talking about dreams and whatnot. Because, um, as you know, uh, failure is inev- inevitable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your take f- about uh, failure and how Ooh. you prepare yourself for failure? Can I go first? Yeah. Go, go, go.
0: Fail forward. That's something oh, oh, we, we, we say. We, we actually, we've heard this a lot. Yeah. We've well, All of us in the team, we've messed up so many times. <laughs> but uh, some great people in our lives have spoken to us and say, hey, fail forward. If you fail, make sure you fall Forward. <laughs> so when you get up, you're at least one step forward. <laughs> yeah. So I think fail forward also means fail gracefully, like, all right, you messed up, cool. You fell forward. Now at least you know, some people think when you fail, it's like back to square one. Technically, so say you, you, you have you start a business, you do well, you fail. People are like, Oh, start it again, start again. Technically, if you think about it, your failure is step two. When you right. get back up, it's step yeah. three. And then you look back. Very so don't good. think about it like you're going, you're resetting. You're, that's already a step. Your failure is a step. So I think fail, failing forward is like, as, when, you, when you make a mistake, just make sure it's forward in a way that you're, you're progressing, moving yeah, forward. Very so, yeah.
2: And I think, like, my, my opinion is, I don't think you can start something and say you won't fail. I think yeah. there is there's always going to be failure and i think failure is great in situations because without failure there's no risk that you're going to take you know and if you think you're going into this and there's no way you're going to fail you're never going to be able to take those risks and learn from whatever you're doing and True. a lot of times i guess failure is always looked down upon and people say like yeah if you fail you know you're you're real you are a failure you know and yeah. I, I say that you you hear a lot of entrepreneurs, people who've started amazing businesses, and always, every time I've listened to them, their advice is, it's okay to fail. You know, it's okay to, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not do this the right way because that's how you learn from it. And that's how, like Edward said, that's your step two. Mm-hmm. Your step three is now, what are you going to do based on this failure? You know, mm-hmm. it's not going back to square one, restarting your whole life. It's now, okay, I failed. <clears throat> it didn't work out. What can we do now to make it work out? What can we do now to take that forward step based on your failure? And I think that's okay. Yeah. I think failure is 100%. completely okay. Yeah.
3: This is so easy to talk about, but it's, it's hard tough. to do. Oh, and yeah, I don't
2: want to. Fail. I, I, no one likes. <laughs> I hate failure. No one likes
3: it. It's actually really hard when yeah. you're in a state of failure. But even with what you said. It's so easy to identify yourself with your failure. It's easy to say, I'm a failure more than I failed. And I think that's something that even I really had to learn is when I fail, it's not because I'm a bad person or I I didn't, or I'm incapable or I'm disqualified. Um, And I think that's the most important thing when it comes to mistakes is to never identify yourself with it. Yes, because it's actually going to be a big part of. Like if you, I think it's easy also to really capture people when they when they think or when you present yourself as someone who doesn't make mistakes and who doesn't fail. It's attractive. eh? Yeah, Yeah, no. Yeah, and I think that's that's really even our heart with what we're trying to do is authenticity. Mm. Yes. That it's okay to fail. So I think it's gonna be really hypocritical of us to do something like that and not. And not embrace failure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: my my I don't act anymore personally. Mm-hmm. Surprise to some people, they're like, I've <laughs> <laughs> done it in
3: three years.
0: But uh, no, but my acting coach said before, never trust the perfect person, because when they're perfect and they're like, oh, I, like I had someone, I'll not name this person because I love her much. Mm-hmm. Someone introduce someone else to me. Mm-hmm. She's telling them, oh, this guy's great this this loves doing this? All these different talents and skills, studying this has this much money, and I'm like, cool. Tell me why he's not a good person, and I will trust him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you're not telling me any reason why, and therefore, uh, like, I don't care if it's showbiz or not. I'm looking straight at the camera. I don't know which camera to look at. <laughs> I don't care if it's showbiz or not.
2: If
0: if no no, if it's if if you're like if you have a, you know, tell me why they're not a great person, and then I'll realize they're human. So if they're too perfect, ah, it smells off. <laughs> yeah.
3: But but also I think that's why, because actually last night we were we were talking about judgment and bitterness, oh, and I think that I, got hit hard. I mean I think that's why a lot of people are afraid to fail is because of judgment. Yeah, right. and I think that that's something that I mean we all ha- as humans we all have to do better in, but I think that's the thing that that i think people also have to realize is to never look at someone thinking that they yeah. um they'll never make a mistake especially in his industry like in showbiz yeah. Yeah. it's so easy to think those people are perfect and they don't have a life um, they don't have a life full of mistakes yep so Very, yeah and yeah.
1: They, who are we to judge to be honest okay let's uh, wrap it up oh, so Thank you guys for you know being here. Uh, of course, we this has been
2: like here. a
4: very great. Uh, thank you for
2: having us. So. Yeah, awesome. We've learned
4: a lot from you. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing your stories.
1: You yeah. uh, always fight about the you know, closing remarks. Yeah, so <laughs>
3: yeah. it's, we hard, not, to we don't have so it's hard to close. As a former
1: co-host, can you wrap it up for wow. us? Wow, oh.
3: so much pressure. <laughs> What question to ask?
2: How do no, 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 you wrap it up? up no, wrap it up.
3: And <laughs> um, Thank you me. guys for tuning in. Hope to see you on the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace right. and thank love. Thank you
1: guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yay. <laughs>